is Your Working Life, a podcast that provides you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. I'm a speaker, an author, and an executive coach. And today, I am delighted to welcome Hortense Lejantie to the show. Hortense will talk about freeing your own voice, leading with empathy, and shining your light into the world. Hortense, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline, for having me. Oh, Caroline is French. So Caroline, so for having me, it's, it's such a joy. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. You are so welcome. And if you want to pronounce my name with a French accent, I would be <laughs> delighted. I am thrilled that we are having this conversation. You and I were chatting before the show started. We have two very dear friends in common, Jim Citrin and Marshall Goldsmith. So it's such a joy to get to know you better, uh, knowing that we share those friends and colleagues. Thank you. Same here. I can't, I can't wait. Yes. So, Hortense, I, I love your book. I, I devoured it. And uh, I want to set the audience up so they understand the premise. Uh, you write so eloquently about the journey from superhero leaders to human leaders. And you, you talk about how human leaders make an impact and shine their light in the world by changing the way they connect so can you set up this conversation? We have a global audience in 16 countries, and they may not be familiar with the concept of superhero leader and human leader. So tell us a bit more. Okay, so super. So a lot have been said, uh, I think, about um, why we should uh, lead with um, more empathy and the vulnerability, right? So this is what I call being a human leader. And uh, the world changed. And uh, people want to connect with you. They want you to be human. And so that's why, and that's what the book is about, is you know this journey from what I call a hero, being a hero leader. So what is it? It's thinking that you should have all the answers. And uh, you should show up as a hero because you you know you know everything. So s switching from that to becoming human, showing your vulnerability, connected with yourself, who you are, you your own gift. So this is what the book is about. This is what I'm talking about. And, you know, it's such a shift, Hortense, in, in how we look at leadership. Decades ago, there was a concept of command and control, and that actually came from the military. And on the battlefield, I understand that. You must listen to your, your commander-in-chief, and it was a very directorial experience. But I, I love how emotional intelligence has shifted, and we're honoring empathy and listening and vulnerability. Do you find that modern day leaders are embracing this? I think everyone, well, I don't like to say everyone, but most of them, uh, of course, they got it. Uh, they know, they understood that we should do it. But they are facing with this question, how do I do it? 
how do I unlock myself, you know, to become this human leader? Because it's a journey. So I think, um, I think this is where we are today. Yeah. And you and I are both executive coaches and we've gone through the Marshall Goldsmith stakeholder centered coaching training. And you write eloquently about unlocking humanity to reach your full potential. So where do we start when we think about unlocking our humanity? And and I know you write about mind traps. So perhaps that's a good, good story to tell. Yeah. So so the book is about how do you free yourself from your mind traps that hold you back from, from being, you know, the human leader that you want to be. And so what is a mind trap? A mind trap is a mental obstacle that stand between you today and you tomorrow. It's something that holds you back, in fact. Something that, you know, you want, you want to do, you want to try, but you, you feel like, no, I cannot, I should not. And this is all the voices that, that are in your brain and, um, you know, are making a lot of noise. And it's not your, uh, your voice. You are not, you know, you are not connected with your inner voice. And um, so this is, this is what the mind trap is about. And what it matters is because we are not connected with ourselves. You are not, and so it affects the way you connect with yourself and it affects the way you connect with others also. So it's a real problem as a leader, you know. Uh, uh, empathy uh, begins with yourself. So you have to be connected with yourself to who you really are. And um, so, so this is what a, what a mind trap is. So, but let me maybe share a story. So, because it's happened to everyone. So years ago, I, um, 15 years ago, something like that. So I felt completely um, locked in my life. I felt like I couldn't be really me. I couldn't express completely myself. And uh, I couldn't be, you know, as happy and, um, and do exactly what I, the way I wanted. So I felt locked in my personal life and in my professional life. So... At one point, everything went south, and I, um, you know, I, I was stuck in bed, uh, stuck in bed, you know, for for months, sick. And I had a dream, and uh, the dream of uh, my grandmother's that uh, my grandmother that I just loved but uh, passed away at that time came to me and told me, "You have to find the path of roses," and I said. Okay, I didn't have any ideas what she was talking about. But I said, where is it? And she just smiled at me and she just told me, you know where it is. So, and she disappeared. So, of course, I was furious because, you know, she didn't give me the answer. But what I will understand later is what she meant was that I had to connect with my inner voice, listen to my inner voice. And when I began to do that, I freed myself. So, yes, you know, at that time, you know, it was the answer, the, the external voices said, no, you cannot divorce. But I said, yes, I can divorce. The external voices told me, you cannot be an entrepreneur at the age of 40. Yes, I can be an entrepreneur at the age of 40. 
And this is what I did. And this is how I freed myself and I began my journey uh, of being, you know, a human leader or who I am today. I am very happy that I did that. So what we are talking about today is that is maybe you are locked somewhere. Maybe you do something you feel like, you know, you you are not a whole person, but you hesitate to do it because it, it's it's difficult, right? <laughs> it's not easy. It's difficult. But, you know, and so... So the book and the, the you know the, the process is you don't have to do everything at the same time. By the way, step by step, but the process is that is ha- is of it's a process of freeing yourself and being more of yourself because this is how you're going to be this human leader that you you need to be, and this is how you can connect with others and increase your empathy. And uh, and this is how you can shine your light in the world. I love how you are giving this global audience permission to rewrite their story. And that's what you did. What a beautiful, beautiful reflection about your grandmother. And clearly you found your path of roses. So well done. But Hortense, let me ask, because you and I both know as, as coaches, there's a lot of noise in the world. There's a lot of trauma that's out everywhere in the world right now. And I think many of us have sensory overwhelm. So to find your voice and to give yourself space to clear the mind trap, did you need to get quiet? Of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So so you're here, you're trapped, uh, and uh, you understand now why. It's because you don't listen you know, to your inner voice. Okay, so now what, what, what to do, right? So... You have to take first in, take time. So take time to reflect. So you it identify your mind trap. So the first step is we have to track the source, where it's coming from. From my experience, it comes from too many things, either a trauma or external voices, like like uh, you know I share with you. So now. Okay, I'm going to share another another story. It's a, a leaders years ago who was um, who was considered uh, to be the next CEO of uh, his company. In order to do that, he had to you know have this interview with a, a panel of uh, interviewers, other leaders who were in charge of the process. So this is what he did, and out of the blue, he changed. His behavior changed completely. He became very, very talkative. He didn't listen. And of course, it didn't work. But nobody understood why, you know, he changed his behavior. And he di- and himself, he didn't understand. And so he didn't got the job. He didn't get the job, but he didn't know why. So we had this conversation. And we tracked in his life where that should you know, where, where it was coming from. And can you imagine, Caroline, <laughs> that 30 years before that event, he was a student and he had to pass an exam and to be, you know, to have interviews in front of different teachers. And one of them didn't let him talk 
So he was, you know, he cut him off all the time. So he was shocked because he couldn't, he didn't understand and he, he couldn't express himself. So he lost his cool. And this teacher, the same teacher, told him, you know, young guy, I don't know what you're going to do, but I can promise you, you will never be a CEO because you cannot hold your emotions. I can see everything on your face. So this young guy, young student, you know, uh, was completely here. In this case, you had a trauma because he was shocked. So it's an event to trigger. What is a trauma? It's an event to trigger your um, your emotions, tr trigger very highly your emotions and your sense of safety. So it was a case. He had a trauma. And also the voice of this teacher stayed in his brain, in his, you know, in, in his subconscious, is it unconscious. And he was not aware of it. Until the time, you know, he faced, you know, this, um, uh, he faced this opportunity. And so what happened was that, you know, his unconscious remember that. So that's why he, you know, he, he over-talked because he didn't want to be interrupted. He wanted, you know, to be able to talk. So that's, that's why he changed his behavior. And also more than that, you know, the, you know, because he was afraid, you know, that the, the voices, uh, what, what the teachers said would become a commandment. But more than that, in fact, what he took from that was he understood that to be a good leader, you have to, you don't have to show your emotions. So there were two double uh, double effects you know side effects so a wrong definition of leadership and also a wrong commandment so this is what 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 you know the process that you have to go through to uh, become you know to become you know your journey of uh, unlocking yourself mm. oh that's a great great story hortense Hold that thought. We'll be right back after a quick break. I'd like to tell you about a special offer. If you want to bring your podcast to life or up your podcast game, you can get up to two months of free podcasting service with Libsyn using my special code CDHWORK. The Libsyn team will get your podcast on Apple and Spotify and give you access to critical stats and all the support you need to sound your best and grow your show. Use my special code CDHWORK. Hiring the right speaker for your event is a tremendous responsibility. You need a speaker who will work within your budget and engage your audience. Whether you're looking to retain or grow top talent, create a healthy workplace culture, or prevent burnout in your organization, I can create customized content to help you recharge, reignite, or reinvent your career. 
let's talk about how I can help you achieve your special event goals. Connect with me at carolinedowdhiggins.com. You have so many lovely endorsement quotes from um, thought leaders around the world. One caught my attention in particular, Ralph Lauren, the iconic fashion designer, who you feature in the book. And I would love for you to tell that story, but I want to share a bit of his endorsement quote. He says, I've tried to lead through empathy, sharing values that respect each of us as individuals. And he leads his company not as employees, but as family, seeking success through shared values. So tell us more about Ralph Lauren and how his leadership is so impactful. Oh, yes. <laughs> For me, Ralph, uh, Ralph Lauren is really the, the example of an unlocked leader. So the story is that uh, a young, this young guy, uh, born and raised in the Bronx, uh, designed very lovely and wide ties, uh, co- very colorful ties, at a time when, uh, you know, the, it, it was not the fashion, it was more, you know, boring ties and very narrow. So he came to, uh, he came to Bloomingdale's to offer his ties. And he was told, okay, we're going to tell your, uh, to take your, your ties, but narrow and without your polo label. And okay, at that time, remember, he was, he was young. He didn't have, uh, he didn't have money. He didn't build, you know, this empire that he has today. But what he did was he decided to go away, to say no, because he decided to listen to his inner voice and his dream to inspire the, 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 the dream of a better life. And since, you know, it's his, everything is his story and this is what the purpose of his company and this is what drives him until, uh, for uh, still now, you know, uh, for uh, more than f- uh, 50 years now, and uh, and this is this is how he is, how he behaves, and this is his true north. And for me, you know, it's 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 remarkable because he, you know now he's more than eighty uh, years old, and he's still you know he's still doing, he's still innovating, he's still himself, and he's still uh, listening to his own voice. And and I love Hortense that that he honored what he valued. That's such an important thread there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I, I also uh, love how you, you look at pop culture and you particularly look at the Ted Lasso character from the, the iconic Apple TV show. <laughs> and what I love about Ted Lasso mm-hmm. is that he didn't always have all the answers. And that's an unusual quality in, in what we think about leaders. However, uh, you celebrate that. So say more about why Ted Lasso's leadership is something we can learn from. Yes, because Ted Lasso, what he did, you know, in, you know, in, in this series is he, he, he came there, you know, to as a coach of this of this uh, soccer team with, you know, one driver, sharing his driver, believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in the team. Believe you can make it. Believe, believe you know. Believe that uh, w- you can win. 
And so he built everything about that, about that belief. And and he built he built the, you know this team the connection it was you know the it was a stick to, uh, to connect to each other and uh, so uh, as an individual and as a team and uh, and uh, him as a coach and him as a, you know uh, talking and connecting with his uh, with his team and this, so this is how I did it and it was all about not pretending to be somebody somebody else, but he was himself. And sometimes he didn't know. So if you don't know, it's okay. It's a perfectly okay because it's all together that we're going to find the answer. This is all together that we're going to win. This is all together that we are going to play. And and this is a big lesson, I think. I agree. And and I think that that show uh became such a a popular um, phenomenon in pop culture, but the, the leadership lessons are, are really beautiful and, and quite mm, simple. Exactly. Hortense, you work with leaders directly, coaching, training, developing executives, and you talk about how the leader really sets the tone. So I want to get very granular and specific as we begin to wrap our interview today, because I know there are people listening around the world that are saying, how can I put this into practice? How can I be the unlocked leader? And you talk about how opening a meeting and setting the tone is a wonderful way to start. So would you say more about that? I would love to say more about that, but I think I, I, I before that I would like to finish in fact my my story just to finish you know the story that we begin you know uh, minutes ago. So this this leader when you know, the teacher who, who was listening to his teacher uh, voices in, instead of of his voices. So how do you I didn't mention how did you how do you free yourself. So now that you track, so you know where it's coming from, you know, you know, you 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 found, you know, the, the the voices or or the trauma. It's by challenging. So, so here we we go to what I call a mind shift. So it's by challenging the voices. So in this case, in this case of the story of the student, of I mean, not the student anymore, but the, the leader who didn't have this job and thinking about, you know, what the teacher said. So I ask him three questions. It's, is it true that you cannot be a CEO? Is it, and, and you, don't, you don't have to show emotion. Is it relevant? Is it helpful today? To those three questions, he answered, no, no, and no. So, after answering those questions, you just have to let go. You let go. You let go those voices who, that don't belong to you. And you free yourself. This is the process of freeing yourself. So, I repeat to be clear. You have a mind trap. You, uh, you track the source, where it's coming from. Maybe a trauma, maybe a, a voice. You challenge this voice, those voices. This is a mind shift. Is it true? Is it relevant? Is it helpful? And you let go. And then, here we are. You free yourself. You free yourself, and you can write your own story. And you can become this, you know, human leader that you want to be, and set the tone. 
I love the process. That's clear. It's simple. And it's something that we can all do. Everyone can do it. And with, with you know, big, big mind traps and, and, and not that big mind traps because we, all of us, we can be trapped at, at one moment or, or another. And, um, It's all about resilience also, you know, this is, this is a very good way to be resilient. So, so yes. And so if I want to, so to go back to your, your question, so how you set the tone, it's, but it's, so first you have to really clarify how you want to show up, right? Uh, so you're here, you're for yourself, you write your own story now. So how you want to show up, what drives you, what is important for you? Think about it. Take time to think about it. Maybe you can uh, do an exercise that I just love is you look at your life, look at, look at who you are, what drives you, and, okay, do the three columns. What do you want to keep in your life today with a line with your, your driver? What do you want to drop? And what do you want to add that you don't have today? And every day, uh, on a daily basis, so every day, You uh, look at it and you think about it. It's your daily meeting with yourself. So it's very important, you know, to work on this new muscle, new you, new uh, new leader. And then you are ready to face, you know, your team and to set the tone in your company, in your meetings, in your environment, in your community, wh wherever you have to set the tone. And you just arrive and. Um, And communicate your drivers, and in the meeting, you know, you listen. You practice how to listen, to ask questions, and to let you know the space for others to express themselves and um, and be themselves. I love how you use the word practice, Hortense, because we are all works in progress, and we are constantly evolving. We're never done. So that is a beautiful opportunity to remind us about growth mindset. And remember, it's, um, you know, it's a journey. It's not a destination. And, uh, and this is what yes. is, this is beautiful about. This is, you know, it's, you, you always, you, you do it, you know, all the time. And you evolve all the time. Hortense Lugenti, what a beautiful opportunity to spend time with you today. I'm deeply grateful. Your incredible book is called The Unlocked Leader. Dare to free your own voice, lead with empathy, and shine your light in the world. And I mentioned that there is a brilliant foreword by Jim Citrin, and you also collaborated with Caroline Lambert on the book. But I would love for uh, you to tell us about this book. It is available for purchase on Amazon and all major book retailers, but you're doing something incredibly generous. The proceeds are going to a very special foundation. Tell us more. Thank you, Caroline. Um, so yeah, the proceeds are going to Jed Foundation. Uh, they are an amazing organization that works on young people's mental health and uh, suicide prevention. And this is a cause very close to my heart for a personal reason. And, um, and also there is a link with the book, of, of course. So, yeah, so this is what we're talking about. And um, 
they're ready, you know, support them is, it's amazing. You know, the work, the work uh, that they're doing with young people is amazing. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you for your generosity and for letting us know. Hortense, I wish you continued success with the book and I hope our paths cross in person sometime soon. And I thank you for sharing your wisdom and insight today. I would love to. So, so thank you very much for having me. It was a joy to be with you. Thank you. You are so welcome. And I want to give a special shout out to my extraordinary podcast colleagues, Laura Deck, Executive Director of Publicity and Communications, and Claire McInerney, Executive Producer. Thank you for making this show awesome for our global audience. We now have listeners in 16 countries. I'm Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thanks for listening.